Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? Big shout out to everybody listening to this podcast today. From wherever you are, we appreciate it. We're very, very appreciative. Um, so welcome to this podcast. Welcome to the first ever episode of Void, where we just talk business, investments, and all things business related. Um, so my name is Eugenia Moegara. I'm an entrepreneur and a forex trader. And that's yeah, guys, my name is himself. I am also a Forex Terrader, um, working with Imagineering, Imagineering Forex, bringing you guys the best Forex services out here. Um, so what we're going to be discussing in this podcast is basically topics we believe deserve to be heard and topics we think that would be of interest to you guys. So if you have any recommendations or what you would like us to talk about, Please, please, please let us know and we will cover it as soon as possible. All right. And with that out of the way, we can now get to the real business. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're going to start with, uh, you know, everybody has been at home because of Corona and everything. And guys are looking for some income, some, you know, some, some way to invest, to make their money work for them. And we're going to talk about gold because gold is one of the most interesting investments that you could ever make. Um, so gold has been rising and rising and rising since, you know, Corona hits. And, you know, one of the reasons it, 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 it has risen um, so much is because gold is an asset that's, yeah, yeah. that just gains value over time. Um, yeah, guys. So uh, I'll, I'll let Ray Hunter the rest. Is a precious metal. And you look back into history, uh, it was previously tied to the U.S. dollar, and then Nixon unpegged it from the gold standard in about 1971, if I'm not wrong. And price really skyrocketed, um, reached an all-time high of around 1900 in like 2011, and it's back there now. So interesting enough, price usually rises during times of crisis or times of uncertainty. And that's because it's generally been regarded as a safe haven for investors. And you see that by how much it's risen during the beginning of Corona. So go into your charts. For those of you who trade Forex, you know, trading view, you can check it out all the way from around February, March up to now. It's probably gained about, I don't know, maybe like a hundred or more, probably more, you know, dollars per ounce and if you had put your money into gold you'd have seen significant return because everybody's buying gold when they don't know where the u.s dollar will go they don't know where the euro will go so yeah gold is generally a safe haven for investors yeah okay and with that said i mean um, even if you look back in time, even, you know, way back to the 1600s and all that, I mean, gold used to be one of the ways that you will determine wealth. Look at, you know, empires built with gold. I mean, the Spanish empire was built with gold, you know. Until now, when you look at the model of how central banks work, they don't store cash, they store gold. Because they know gold can withstand inflation, it can withstand recession, it can, it, it, it can, it's a safe haven, as Ray said. Um so yeah, I mean, last week I, I made a bet with Ray last week when gold was around nineteen eighty levels. I told him, look, um, the U.S. dollars, you know, the the U.S. dollar and gold are inverse ever since it was unpegged. So if gold goes up, the dollar goes down, and the dollar was on a really really bad week last week. And I said that, I mean, as as the dollar is going down, it means that investors 
who usually have dollars are looking for a way to change their dollars into something else, and they will probably change it into gold. And I, I said gold was going to reach two thousand this we week. Said twenty-one. Ray was, you know, he was a bit skeptical, but uh, no, no, no. okay, we're in two thousand now, and I'm, I, I keep expecting it to rise all the way to twenty-one hundred and even beyond, as long as I mean, the, especially with the economic news that's about to come from the USA. Um, I really feel that gold should keep moving up, maybe until since we're already at two thousand today. I think. 2100 probably in two three weeks is not within it's definitely within reach uh so yeah um now we'll talk about um we'll just talk about something very interesting here it's diamonds i'm going to talk about how how diamonds are not really um what they seem to be so Diamonds are some of the most readily available gems on the planet because they're just carbon that's been pressurized enough to form a diamond. And as you know, diamond, as you know, carbon makes up a substantial percentage of materials on Earth. So um, diamonds were, according to me, the greatest scam in history because what happened is, um, I really won't name the players because I, I don't want to get myself into all that trouble, but we'll go, we, we'll, go with a, we'll go with party A and party B. So party A discovered the diamonds in Africa. What they did, they discovered so many diamonds. What they did were, they 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 made so many mines across all of Africa. So they opened a miner, maybe a mine a week across all of Africa, so they could dominate the supply. And once they had all the supply dominated, they they started shipping these gems maybe twenty at a time to Europe, America, and seeing these are the rarest things in the world. And as you know, something that's rare is very valuable. So I mean. And at that point, they just had to keep playing with um, with supply to keep it to keep supply low and demand high. And that's what they did. You know, they said market, they, their marketing was genius, according to me. You know, they were like, "Oh, you know, diamonds is the ultimate sign of love." You know, when you attach something like love to a product, um, that's that's sales automatically. You know, because I mean, humans live for love and all that. You know. They have marketing for love, for rewards, you know, a gift you want to give your friend, get a diamond. Do you want to marry your girl? Get a diamond, you know? And because of the price tag, the price tag they set, when you buy a diamond, everybody knew you had money. And, and you know, everybody wants to be seen as, you know, I'm wealthy, I'm rich, nee, 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 and all this other stuff. Uh, so, yeah, that's why, you know, diamonds right now, that's why they can be made in a lab. You know, if something that can be made in a lab shouldn't be that valuable. According yeah, guys, and you see, but let, let, let's hear a mistake. People started selling off their diamonds, and this was a huge problem for both party A and party B. So what they did, they created a second marketing campaign, and you probably know this one, it's Diamonds Are Forever. And what this did, on top of attaching diamonds to love and promise and all of that riches and stuff, they created the mentality that selling your diamonds or buying somebody else's diamonds was like buying their broken love or broken promises. So the resale value for diamonds went down to the dirt. And so people were only buying original diamonds. And um, of course, this just managed to keep pushing the price of diamonds higher and higher. And what you notice actually was that before the most common or like the most common stuff used in engagement rings and all that were rubies and other precious gemstones like emeralds and stuff. And that makes sense because of like their pretty colors and stuff. But it's interesting because they managed to turn something that was 
literally a readily available mineral from like Congo, South Africa, all those different mines. And they turned it into something valuable. And it's amazing because they managed to fool the entire world and kind of still are. But nowadays you're going to see a lot more protests about the dark parts. Yeah, Blood Diamonds. Blood Diamond. If you guys haven't watched That's that dark. movie, I 100% suggest that you check it out. But there are a lot of protests about people complaining how dark the trail of diamonds from the mines to the hands of people is. And um, one way is that one way that they actually managed to control the trade was because the U.S. was starting to set restrictions about diamonds. They had these diamond houses in London, and so the mines. I mean, the diamonds would come from the mines, all same price and whatever, and they buy them from the mines are like. A very low price because the people at the mines know how common they are and then the diamond house in london buys up the entire stock from all the mines and they keep them there until the jewelers from around the world come and buy them so let's say you're in the us you go to london you're only allowed to buy let's say this carrot of diamond because they know it's in low supply so you only buy this current of di- current of diamond. You only buy this clarity. Um, if you guys don't know, diamonds are like graded in those different aspects: color, clarity, size, weight. BVS. And so they only sell you what's in low demand. And this is literally one of the biggest monopolies. Um, if it was existing today, the government would have definitely broken it up, or like world government. Yeah, because you see, they're trying <laughs> to do that to things like, I don't know what. Yeah, big tech, but tech. that's another conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I fully, I fully agree with what Ray is saying. I mean, um, I mean, it was purely genius what those guys did. They managed to, let's say, essentially, I will take a rock from Kenya, take it to the UK, and say, look, this, mm-hmm. this rock is worth ten thousand dollars. It's the only one in the world, you know. And they managed to fool everybody, not just by limiting supply, but by limiting the the kind of people that can buy diamonds. I mean, if, as, as Ray said, they had a clearinghouse in London. If I wanted to sell diamonds in, let's say, Australia, I'd have, there'd literally be no other option but for me to call the guy in London and tell him, look, I want 100 diamonds. And him, he will say, look, I'll only give you 20. And you'll have to take what he gives you because he's the only guy with the supply. And because of that, the price has always stayed up. But I mean, you know, there's, these days you can get diamonds for cheap. I mean, with VV, you know, yeah, these, these ones that are made in labs, their clarity, some of them are even stronger, some of them are even stronger than natural made diamonds. I mean, you, if you go look at I, VVS2 grade diamonds, don't really cost that much. You can get, a, I think, a tennis chain for around maybe $300, which is realistically not that bad, which let's say 50 years ago, it'll cost you three, four $4,000, you know? Um, so yeah, now on to the next yeah, topic guys, today, please. we'll... Uh, we're gonna we're just gonna keep it short today, you know, because it's the first episode. But um, you know, we'll start going by topic by topic by episode. But uh, the last topic I talk about is just, just um entrepreneurship in general, especially for you know the young people and all that. Um, I've seen a lot of people um get on the wave, you know, like people get on waves, and I've seen a lot of people get on the entrepreneurship wave. But the issue is, you'll get on the wave. You let's say invest your five thousand dollars. And one month later, since you just hopped on for the wave, you haven't made any money because you have no, you have not invested time into you know developing your business. You're just there because everybody else is doing a business, owning a business. 
is not very easy. I can tell you this, Ray can tell you this. We both own businesses and we've put in a lot of time. People think it's, you know, oh, it's a freedom. I'm going to be free from nine to five. You know, I don't want to work the nine to five life. I work nine to 10 days, man. 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. You know, some days I, sometimes I don't even sleep for like a day or two because I have a lot of work to do. You know, that's, that's the, that's, you know, you're building a company, man. I mean, you have to put in everything you have into it. And um, what I'm going to talk about is just some opportunities that I see that I feel some that some people are better suited to take on. Um, I genuinely think that um, Africa is obviously the next big, the big place. And everybody knows this. You know, what's, what, what's really funny is that Africans are living Africans and everybody else is coming to Africa. And what's really happening is that we're allowing people to get wealth from our resources while we don't gain anything, you know? I mean, I don't really have anything against the Chinese or anything, but, you know, they, they do a lot of construction projects here. Like every day I'm just driving and I see a new one coming up and I keep wondering, you know, where are the local players in this, you know? Why couldn't a local player do this and all this other stuff? Um, but yeah, um, in my opinion, the wave thing, you need to stop the wave thing. The wave thing really needs to, to come to a halt. So yeah, Ray, you yeah, guys, your perspective. can definitely tell you this. The CEO is always the last one to leave the office. Don't let anybody fool you. Um, starting a business, guys, my, my, my advice to you, just have the value. Because once you have the value, the clients, the money, the opportunities will come to you. So personally, um, I won't expose myself because I'm working with Eugene here, <laughs> but um, I think my value is just, you know, good marketing ideas, all that stuff. So I started WFS for those of you who knew it late 2019, early 2020. Um, I put together my team, just brought everything up and we actually do stuff to do with finance. I am not the most educated person. I haven't taken a college course in finance management. I'm not a professional forex trader, but I managed to get together with Eugene and now I'm the CEO of Imagine Forex. So guys, you have the value, the people and the opportunities will come to you. So what I suggest, if you're young and listen to this podcast, go out and take whatever educational courses you can. Um, there are a lot of high income skills you can accumulate, like for example, copywriting or Photoshop or digital marketing, guys. E-commerce, the people who will be setting up e-commerce websites, they'll need you to market the product for them. And if you know stuff like um S I don't I'm not sure that like the things for Google ads, huh? Yo. Yeah, yeah SEO, yeah, exactly. Firebase, are, you know, yeah, just those are really the basic marketing principles skills. of the internet. Very profitable skills right there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and also one thing I'm trying to put across is that, I mean, okay, in Africa, maybe, okay, globally, what I've been seeing is that you don't need skills to get highly paid. You don't need, okay, you need skills to get highly paid. You don't need degrees to get highly paid. I mean, the other day I saw an article about an 11-year-old who sold their company mm-hmm. to Google for billions, you know? And that person was, they were really good. What what their value was is that they were really good at code. They used to dream in code, you know? So, if you can build a skill and then, okay, since we're in Africa, I, I don't think we're there yet where you can, um, you know, just yeah, not get a degree. Yeah, I was actually thinking of dropping out of, or like not going to uni. And then Eugene told me, hey, my guy, yeah, yeah. in Africa, <laughs> go get your degree so you can actually have access yeah. to you. Know? I mean, me personally, I was, me, I was on the wave of, yo, me, I've started a company, me, I'm out, I'm not going back to uni. But we had a chat with, the, with my parents, well, it's, uh, you know, 
I saw the lighter bit. So yeah, yeah. and of course like um, he doesn't. My advice is if you can get a degree and you get the skills, oh, you'll be really and what I always say is that if you're the best of the best in what you do, yeah guys, the money will follow. You know, don't go chase the money. Let the money chase you. And you need isn't just you know? for like yeah. You know, uni isn't it's just bad good for, me. you know, education or whatever. Um you go to uni, you get access to such yeah, good connections while you're there. So if you can't go there, expand your skills, whatever. Um being completely honest, the course I'm planning to take when I go to uni it has nothing to do what with what I'm currently doing right now, but I'm just expanding my knowledge because I feel like it will be helpful to me in the future. So again, if you can't afford it and you think it's beneficial to you, it's it's really good for you but it's not the only option. Don't let anybody fool you that it's the only option. So yeah, um I think with that said we can bring the first ever official episode of Void to an end. I hope you guys yes, have enjoyed sir. this episode and we'll be releasing one every week on Friday. Um you know with just business topics, business development, you guys can you know we'll we'll be bringing featured guests, you know, once in a while and you know we'll we'll change up the topics. You know, maybe one day we'll talk about uh you know something not related to business, whatever about just life, mental health, anything. I mean just drop a comment um and everything. Yeah, guys, so yeah, maybe like um, between the weeks we can be having some question and answer sessions or we put up on our socials. You will we'll figure something out to help you guys get your discussions on the table, get your voices heard because of course this podcast is for you guys to receive information about topics you think you need to hear and we think are important. So yeah, guys, um and also we we're dropping for the forex traders in the in the chat we're dropping our our signals chat mm-hmm. next week on monday the link will definitely be in the description yes, so sir. feel and free to do it you can pre uh, so yeah guys cheers for coming oh yeah oh, yeah you can pre-order that <laughs> literally just forgot about that yeah, guys, pre-order www.imagineforex.com head over there fill out the form it's free to pre-order of course so you get notified when they drop